from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from 96X. What? 96X back on your radio dial, 96 one part of the Flynn family of stations here high atop Mount Moriah, but we're at Sports 56, the voice of the fan. This is Memphis's number three sports radio program. Welcome to the show. It's MSL. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Joined alongside, as always, Fox 13's weekend sports anchor, Marcus Hunter. Hello, world. And on the other side of the glass, Johnny Radio and C.J. Hurt back with us this week as he was at the Memphis Spring Game last week. C.J., if you will, please, in... Five words or less, tell us about the spring game for the Memphis Tigers last week. Much better than last year. All right. That sounds uh, promising, right? (laughs) Much better than last year. Oh, man, oh, man. It's not every week. It is every week that we're on the air, but it's not every week that we get to have so many breaking news stories in the past 12 hours. Less than 12 hours, actually. These stories have been developing. Uh, national stories with some of the biggest stars in sports. And, of course, we're talking about uh, Tiger Woods. He had his controversy. Uh, he What happened? Tiger Woods broke his Achilles or something? What happened? Tiger Woods. What? Kobe, yeah. Kobe Bryant should have been disqualified. Tiger Woods broke his Achilles club. I've been... Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's, here's your big stories. We're going to talk about these throughout the two hours today because this is what I mean. This is what everybody's talking about. We'll, we'll touch on these, but there's also big local stories, and we don't want to overshadow what the Grizzlies did last night and what the Grizzlies are trying to do tonight. So we we will talk plenty about them ending their streak in Houston last night and trying to continue the Tour de Grizz streak later on tonight at the Grindhouse against the Clippers. So there's all those big stories, but we will, of course, we have to touch on these national stories yeah. uh, today with with uh, the Tiger Woods thing I think is, is blown out of proportion as it gets uh, this rules, morning. Golf rules are stupid. Uh, golf rules are stupid. I, I do think I do think that's one reason. And it's just it's it's I don't know. I don't I don't get the pandemonium this morning about about the Tiger Woods cheating, but it is very interesting that all the controversy about the cheaters in this tournament, Marcus uh, you see, I mean, they're going after. They're saying the black guys cheating and the Asian guys cheating. I mean, Tiger Woods has been cheating for years. I mean, look what he did to his wife. But I mean, it is it is it is a little controversial of who they're going after uh, uh, as cheaters in this in the match. Kids. There was a kid, Asians. an Asian kid, and then and, and then and then and Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods is both black and Asian, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's mixed he? of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, but but, but yeah. the point is it. It's very interesting, but both of them getting getting uh, slapped with these penalties here at the Masters. Golf rules are stupid. Golf golf rules are stupid. That's our slogan. You won't. We will not talk much probably about Tiger Woods uh, in that controversy today. We'll see how it plays you out. I don't think it's going to affect it. He's not going to win. Whatever. Uh, you have to drop the ball in this. I think area. the bigger story, though, right? What is the bigger story, Marcus? Tiger Woods or Kobe? I think hands down it's Kobe Bryant. It just happened twelve hours. Ago. I mean, it's yeah, because basketball is a much bigger sport in America than golf. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It can't be Kobe Bryant because the Lakers are irrelevant with Kobe Bryant. 
Ooh, the the Lakers were very the, relevant the, in the, the Lakers seed in the playoffs. The Lakers were relevant enough for the San Antonio Spurs to start tanking so they wouldn't have to play the Lakers in the first round. Now they're like, oh, we probably shouldn't have done that. We want to play it, yeah, yeah. The, the you can't tell when the Spurs have been tanking these games to try to not to to, to try to avoid the Lakers because the Lakers were built to beat the Spurs. Oh, uh, yeah. Another old slow team, but the right. Lakers had big men down low. And the Spurs, they just have Tim Duncan. Kobe out for Kobe at least a year now. Before we'll see Kobe Bryant back on the basketball court, he won't be probably more than that. I mean, remember when It'll when Darrell Arthur had the same injury? It took him more than a year to come back from it. He's much younger, but he's not Kobe. Co- Kobe, thirty-five years old. Kobe, uh, we will we will talk plenty about Kobe Bryant today because this is a fascinating story. We need uh, to just find that Dave Chappelle and just start playing it randomly. Kobe. I get, get get on that uh Johnny Radio. So the, the the Kobe thing it's to me I it's it's just it's, it was so so shocking for me uh last night. Yeah, because, it was devastating. I mean you watch it we've talked about for so many weeks on on radio people talking about Kevin Ware and his leg injury and how gruesome it was and it was this dude that nobody has ever heard of until he got hurt, right? And now the biggest star in basketball over the past uh 13, 14, 18 seasons, how many years he's been in the NBA, is Kobe Bryant. And he goes down with an injury, not near as gruesome. And you watch it, and you're like, you can't really tell what gets hurt and how it gets hurt. But it's a big story. And when they're making the playoff push, just the timing of it is just is, – there's been nothing like it. I mean, there's, He worked so hard to get his team in the position to even make the playoffs and to not be able to participate – in the playoffs, um, Kobe Bryant. Um, it's like the it's, it's it's just crazy that Kobe has gone through all of this. He's like gotten his team to the promised land, but he's not allowed to go. Right, they're gonna. And they still may not. They may not even make the playoffs. They may With not. Utah chasing right behind them, and I mean, if, if I've, you've obviously heard at this point, Kobe Bryant going down his Achilles tear. Kobe. <laughs> there we go, uh, Kobe. Going down at Achilles tear, and pretty much today, of course, if you're a, you're one of those Kobe fans in Memphis, so many Kobe fans in this uh, town, yeah, no, right. they'd be, be like, "Oh, well, he still got to get his MRI." He's at, that's that's just uh, a formality. Like they know it's they just at this point, it's it's one of those injuries that they can diagnose. Uh, one of the, the easiest ones to diagnose without an X-ray machine. Yeah. It's like ooh. Yeah, you can tell yeah. by looking at it. So it's just a formality to see how severe it is or whatever. But it is Achilles is torn. He's he's out for the year, out for almost the entire year. And a little bit later on, we will do Marcus the Magnificent. The Lakers we'll, were going to win the championship. Well, Kobe, <laughs> the they Lakers were they were going to win the championship this year. They were because I mean the only way you could stop Achilles was to you know do the Achilles heel and and guess what <laughs> they Kobe. The, Kobe Bryant was the Achilles heel of the NBA. I guess so, yeah. And now his Achilles heel is done. Great. I can't wait to see your sports cast tonight with all the Achilles heel puns. I'm, I'm actually off tonight. You're off. Oh, good. Yes. A Kobe. rare a rare Saturday off. Kobe! <laughs> but we will we will talk <laughs> about Kobe Bryant. It's unfortunate. And it's, this is a, not only just a loss... Uh, for the Lakers, but it's a loss for everybody in the NBA because look at the at the uh, Grizzlies. Like, like are the Lakers game going to are they going to sell out without Kobe? Of course. You think they're still going to sell out without Kobe? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, you no. Know, for the rest of this year, I think they're year. probably already sold out. Next year, I mean, the tickets aren't on 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 sale yet. But oh, you talking about next year? I'm talking about next year with the Lakers game sell out. 
if Kobe's not on, if, if it's a lousy Laker game. I think most of them do always sell out. But ever, ever since the Grizzlies have been here, you've had Kobe Bryant on that Los Angeles Lakers team. But this could have been a, this could have been the best thing that could have happened to LA because now that Kobe's not going to be there next year, they could have a better opportunity to sign Dwight Howard because he's going to be like, well, I can be the man. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about the future of the Los Angeles Lakers a little bit later on. During uh, Marcus the Magnificent, Marcus, of course, is Memphis's Miss uh, Miss Cleo, uh, and we'll channel his psychic powers and uh, predict the future a little bit later on. Also in studio, Dustin Starr is here a week early. We thought it wasn't going to be that big of a news day, so we uh, told Dustin, come on in a week early because next week's going to be just crazy with the playoffs going on next Saturday. It'll be playoffs Saturday yeah. next week. And so Dustin Starr is coming in to recap WrestleMania, do his monthly wrestling appearance this week, and also uh, joining us, oh well, Jason Potter from the Grizzlies. Big night tonight with the Grizzlies. We'll talk more about that. Hang up and listen at high noon. We'll take your phone calls if you want to talk about Tiger Woods, if you want to talk about Kobe Bryant. Uh, you can do that. Uh, but right now, we, uh, so every week we start with the starting five. Let's do that now. All right, these are the five most interesting and important sports stories locally for the sports fan in the Mid-South. Number one, the Memphis Grizzlies ending their losing streak last night in Houston, Texas, 82-78. The Grizzlies have proven now they can win in Houston without Jake Sokolitis. Look, man, Jake Sokolitis was a baller. <laughs> not, not really. Their first one in Houston, the last time, of course, they won, Jake Sokolitis was was playing on the team, and Eddie Jones. It's been a long, long time. and That's my first year in Memphis, I think. But yeah, yeah it was, was your first year? Yeah. Grizzlies ended that streak. Uh, awesome. Uh, the highlight of the game came early with Tayshaun Prince, Tony Allen, alley-oop. Um, oh, yeah, that was nice. But Grizzlies now, this is what's this is what's so weird, and it's even putting more pressure on tonight's game. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Grizzlies now in the uh, position to still take home the prize of being the third the third seed in the Western Conference, right behind the Spurs and Oklahoma City. Yeah, and the fact that uh, the That's Denver Nuggets possible. lost last night really Nuggets obviously fall to helped the Mavericks. The Grizzlies. I mean, you know what though? Throughout the course of the year. There are always there are always those games that you're like, how did the Grizzlies lose that game? And if the season comes down to the end and the Grizzlies and the Denver Nuggets have the exact same record and Denver gets the home get Denver gets the three seed based on the fact that they have they have the head to head matchup with the Grizzlies, how many games do you go back this year and look at and say, Man, the Grizzlies gave that one game away and had they not done that? They would have that three seed in a much easier round, a, a much easier way to go, the second round of the playoffs. You go into the second round. Yeah, I mean, I mean that Hornets game in Memphis that they blew. Uh, I think there was one in Sacramento uh, that they blew. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, For, to say the regular season NBA doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It does. I mean, I mean it, it does matter. Like, it does about matter. One yeah. game can change your your seating. Yeah, it, it does matter. And change your fate. It's going to be completely. The Grizzlies looking like tonight, of course, is game uh, point five in the series of the seven game series that we're about to have. And so let's go ahead and jump into number two. Well, the Grizzlies ended that losing streak last night. The, the attention now uh, shifts to the Grizzlies' winning streak that they've had over the past four seasons. This is the fifth year that the Grizzlies have had the Tour de Grizz event. You're aware of this event, right, Marcus? Yes. So every year, the Grizzlies offer the opportunity for fans to ride their bicycles from the zoo to Federal Express Forum, and then you go to the game. And this is the fifth year they've done that. All four years during the Tour de Grizz, your Memphis Grizzlies have been victorious 
in the basketball game. So going into tonight, the Grizzlies are 4-0 on, on Tour de Grizz night, but tonight they've got one of the most difficult opponents they have ever played on Tour de Grizz night. That would be the Los Angeles Clippers. The streak is on the line. It is a question that I will ask Dustin Starr when he joins us in our next segment. But if the Grizzlies had Tour de Grizz night on WrestleMania Sunday against The Undertaker, the Grizzlies might be able to win that. It's, that's how big of a streak this is. The Grizzlies putting their 4-0 and Tour de Grizz streak on the line tonight. I would like to see some fans, some MSL fans tonight, go to the game with a sign that says 5-0. and I want some 5-0 and signs. They're also putting that um they're also putting that uh, long home winning streak they have on the line tonight. Big game. Big game. Yes, yeah, uh, the longest home win streak right going in in franchise history. Um that's on the line, Tour de Grizz streak on the line. But uh we'll be looking out there at at the game. We'll be at the game tonight looking for signs if you have a 5 and 0 sign. We might come find you and give you a, give you a MSL prize of some sort. Bring a five and O sign. Hype up the streak tonight for Tour de Grizz. That's a po- promising thing here tonight to have the Tour de Grizz advantage against the Los Angeles Clippers at Federal Express Forum. And um, you know it also helps that uh, both teams. Uh, it's, it's not just the Grizzlies coming off a of back-to-back. Uh, the Clippers played last night in New Orleans. Uh, should have probably should have lost that game, but New Orleans blew it towards the end of it. So um, you know each team is coming in on an even kill. Grizzlies have more of an advantage because they're at home, obviously. Right. So um, I mean, it's talk about a sneak peek. Yeah, it's a sneak peek of the playoffs tonight. Exactly, especially considering it is a playoff atmosphere type game. You need this game. You need the game. You're playing the team. You're going to be playing in the playoffs probably next week. You're just days away. If you can't get playoff tickets, uh, you go tonight. It's going to be a sellout at the Grindhouse, I'm assuming. And it's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. It's this bonus playoff game that you get this year. Because what if it's like, you know, they're just playing like Golden State. It'd be a big game against a hard opponent at home. Well, you're playing your rivals, the the Los Angeles Clippers. At home, you have your home win streak going on. You have your Tour de Grizz streak going on. You know if you win, you still have a shot to avoid the Clippers in the playoffs. Ooh, this is just a lot on the line uh, t- tonight at the Grindhouse for your Memphis Grizzlies. But we're going to keep moving in the starting five. Number three, this week, Tariq Black transferred out of the University of Memphis. And I was telling you, folks, and you had to be suspicious from the beginning because his name is Tariq Black, not Tariq Blue and Gray. The <laughs> chances of him transferring were up there. And now, did you go to the press conference, Mark? You didn't get to go cover that, did you? You uh, weren't there. You weren't at his house. No, I was not there because the, um, the media lot was full. The parking was too well. Capacity. Well, that day I was I was I was sick that day, and so I, my allergies were killing me, so I couldn't make it out there. Oh, you should have just asked Tark if he'd have the press conference at your house. <laughs> if you were sick, I should have. <laughs> I don't, you know, Tariq Black leaving the University of Memphis. Good job for him. Good for him. Good for him. Best, right, right, right. You know what? Kids have to make the best decisions that they have to make for themselves. Tariq Black, uh, he's too big um, to be um, not uh, living up to the expectations uh, and, and to be living up to his body size and his and and, and what you 
what perceived his ability should be on the basketball court. So sometimes it's, you know, a, 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 a new environment, a new atmosphere is needed, a new coach, because I'm pretty sure that especially considering some of the teams that are interested in his services right now, there are a lot of coaches around college basketball that believe they can bring Tariq Black in and turn him into a stud at least for one year. He can help their team, and you never know with the right kind of coaching going forward, this kid may could have a professional career in the future. He's getting oodles of offers, actually. A, 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 a little surprising to some people. The reaction, check com for our story up with with this, the reaction from the fan base. It's mixed from people saying, you know, good riddance to, oh, we'll miss you, you're always a tiger, yada, yada, yada. Who would say life. good riddance? Oh, plenty of people just like, they want to get rid of him. Come on, people. This this guy's from Memphis. He did not have to come to play basketball at the University of Memphis. He chose to because of the fans, because it's his home city, and because he loves Memphis, and it hasn't worked out for him. I don't think it's necessarily his own fault. Are you sure? Are you sure he chose to play basketball in Memphis? We know he chose to to come to Memphis and, and wear the uniform. Of course, did he choose Come to on, play man. basketball? Yeah, he played basketball. I mean, listen, I'm not going to blame Charlie Black for never living up to his full potential because there are a lot of basketball players for the University of Memphis over the past three or four years who have played for that university who have not lived up to their full potential. So I'm not just going to put it all on Tariq Black because there are several other guys, so it's not just him. All right, let's keep moving. He just made the decision to leave. Let's keep moving into starting five. Uh, Number four, of course, uh, college basketball season is officially over. Earlier in in the week with with Louisville uh, winning the tourney, but that means that the preseason, preseason, preseason polls are out. Or at least one of them. CBS Sports. Sports.com has their extremely early uh, preseason poll. Memphis, number 16 in the country. That's okay. That's normal. Uh, notable players, of course, leaving. Tariq Black. When you read it, it sounds it sounds like it's a little bit more devastating to the team because players leaving now. Tariq Black, DJ Stephens, and Adonis Thomas. Along, of course, with Farrakhan Hall and Stan Simpson. But with those three names together... Or names that were supposed to be great players, or were two of them great players, one turned out to be a great player. Stan Simpson was supposed to be pretty good. Remember the whole hoopla about him coming. And others expected to leave. Antonio Barton. Uh, His girlfriend's pretty good looking. Who? Which one? Stan Simpson's. Oh, really? Well, you play for the Tigers. That's what you, if you, or, if, sorry, if you wear a uniform for the Tigers. We have to make sure we phrase these. Yes, if you wear a uniform <laughs> for the Memphis Tigers. And not, I don't mean pretty. She's real good looking. All right. You'll have to, uh... Hey, do you have a picture? Looking. Well, how do you know this? What? Because, uh... You know, I work at the University of Memphis, so I know her. Oh, that's right. Okay. And I had a class with her years ago when she was younger. All right. And she's beautiful. But you tell me, Marcus, uh... This is, should Tiger fans be worried? So here's what you got. Notable players leaving. Here's your departing class again. Tariq Black, DJ Stephens, Adonis Thomas, Farrakhan Hall, Stan Simpson, and probably Antonio Barton. But coming in, you got Austin Nichols, Nick King, Karan Iverson, Martel Crawford, and Pookie Powell. Pookie Powell with the weirdest hair I've ever seen on a kid. No, um, I say anything about his name. <laughs> his hair is his hair is weirder than no. Pookie is a Pookie is a normal Pookie is a normal name in a lot of African American neighborhoods. Oh. There are a lot of Pookies, so I'm not really surprised Pookie. it is a Pookie. But Pookie uh, but, committed to the Tigers live on this program. Not, I, he wasn't on the show, but he was tweeting when we were on the air. I'm not sure if Pookie has a Jerry curl, an afro, or a or a kit put in his head. But that that haircut he has going, it looks like a helmet on his head. It's weird, but anyway. So the hair I mean, is going to improve. I think losing, I think losing the, 
losing the veteran leadership will hurt the Tigers. Who's the veteran? Le- I mean, Tark was that Tark was a problem in the locker room. Antonio Barton was a leader on the court. Is that what you're saying? DJ Steffens was a leader on the court and off the court. Is that what you're talking about? Because Tark Black is not a big problem. I mean, I think I think is Joe Jackson not going to step up. Chris Crawford, Joe what, Jackson. What, what I mean by veteran leadership, I mean you're going into a different conference that's going to have higher competition. Yeah. And guys still have to become acclimated to playing college basketball because going from I, I mean I mean some of these guys are playing high school basketball with kids who aren't nearly on the level of Division three oh, guys. Of and so, so they've been having an easy go of it. Go now they're going to have to really step their game up, and you're not going to have as many veterans on the court in practice to get these guys prepared, to get these guys ready for what they're going to face. And uh, if you go into the Louisville game where you have three of these freshmen starting, and it's, 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 you, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, I'm just saying. Right, there is something to be said for the veteran leadership. 16, is that a fair preseason, preseason ranking? No, they probably won't even be ranked in the top 25 after the first four weeks of the season. But that's what people do. They Really? Wow, Tiger hater. This but no, I'm not being a Tiger hater. It's just history. Has, every year Josh Pastor has been there, that team has been ranked in the top 20 in preseason. And b- within four weeks of the start of the regular season, they're no history. longer in the top 20. You're going on yeah. the strategy. If it, if, it keeps, if it keeps hitting on black, keep betting on black. And that's what you're doing Always right bet now. on black. Uh, okay, moving on. Tariq Black. Number five in the starting five. Spring games continue in college football. Of course, last week was the University of Memphis. Today is Ole Miss. Johnny Radio, if I'm not mistaken, is the game going to be broadcast live here on Sports Week? Oh, yeah. A little Grove Bowl action today. Whoa. I think it's starting at 1 o'clock. Immediately following the Black Bears. Yes, it is starting at 1 o'clock. Immediately the, following. The, and Brett Norsworthy's on the call. The stat man. My boy, stats. Gro- the Grove Bowl. Uh, following us immediately at 1 o'clock today here on Sports 56. You, have, you still have time to get down to Oxford, Mississippi. Got to be some excitement that, down there as well. I can't wait to see Marshall Henderson cutting across the middle for a wide open touchdown reception and then giving <laughs> the uh, land shark. Right. <laughs> and then talking noise to the uh, Grove Road crowd that is a pure Ole Miss crowd. And they re-signed. But he's gonna have to find somebody to talk noise to. Other old I know he doesn't play football. People. They they re-signed Andy Kennedy. Andy Kennedy got re-upped as re- well. I mean, for four more years. Four more years. Four more years of Andy Kennedy, at least in Oxford, Mississippi. That was well deserved, right? They went to the tournament. They advanced. They went just as far as the Memphis Tigers. Yeah, I mean, he deserved to have his contract renewed. Uh, hopefully, they can have uh, more success next season. Uh, it's going to be difficult because they're going to lose a lot of guys graduation, but they should be all right. Got to control Marshall Henderson, though. Got to control him. I mean, the kick. I mean, I mean, I mean, while while he can win some games for you with his abilities to make threes, he can lose some games for you also. And uh, I do think that, uh, and, and probably a lot of Ole Miss fans, they they really were being honest with themselves. Would would say Marshall Henderson was the reason that they lost that second game more than the reason that they wanted because or, or they didn't win the game. But I'm just saying, like, had they gone to their bigs down low, which was the true reason that Ole Miss was very successful this year. Marshall Henderson was a big key in that team, but the bigs down low, uh, Murphy Holloway and. Uh, kid from here in Memphis, uh, Reginald Buckner, those two were beast down low, and those guys were the real reason that Ole Miss was so successful. You're not going to have them next year, so it's going to be difficult. But if, if you can establish some kind of really tough inside presence, then next year, you know, Marshall Henderson can have a di- another decent year because the Rebels played inside-out basketball also. 
As the Grove Bowl kicks off uh, today, a little spring football, it also comes the same week, not only is Andy Kennedy's contract getting renewed for Ole Miss, but also the same week that it was announced that ESPN has moved the, the Egg Bowl back to Thanksgiving. Yeah, look, I was so excited about that. So you're excited about oh, it. Yeah, I think it's like... Your, it's great. I think it's great for the programs. It's not. Is it that great for the fan bases? Really, to have to plan your Thanksgiving around it. Look, it, it makes I, your game uh, definitely a higher profile. Look, growing up in the Golden Triangle, uh, where Starkville, Mississippi is, Mississippi State. The fact that the Egg Bowl was on things, it, it was like it was awesome to all of us because I mean, think about it. Mississippi State and Ole Miss, the game. You know, people don't really respect the rivalry as what it is, except for those two fan bases and people who are really close to it. And so to have the game on Thanksgiving in the national spotlight, you know, it kind of gives more validity to the rivalry as opposed to having it on a Saturday and a Saturday game that's on right. ESPN Deportes. It was not. It was on the You can hardly find it. No, it was on ESPN. You, you I think. You got to credit Hugh Freeze for part of this. Like the excitement that he's brought to the old Hugh Freeze fan base, and and no, it's definitely great. It's and you also I think you have to credit a little bit Texas A and M for for bailing on the Texas series, which. Uh, screwing up your whole Thanksgiving plans, and I do, so I do think there's a there's there's a lot of factors that got it brought back to Thanksgiving, but it's great. I think it's good. It's good for the for TV viewing, but I don't know if I, if I was a fan, I'd want to go there Thanksgiving night. I like to go to Newbies and see Super T. That does it for the starting five <laughs> for this week. If you want to get in touch with the show. You can tweet us at Memphis Sport. You can find us on Facebook by searching Memphis Sport. You can uh, find our personal Twitter pages. I'm at Sarita Marcus. has now got a new page, and I keep forgetting what it is. It's Mr. It's M. Mag- Hunter. Un- it's M. Hunter underscore Fox 13. And J- Johnny Radio's at Johnny underscore Radio. CJ Hurst at C. Hurt. J09. That's on Twitter. You can text us as well. 67129. 67129 is the TX. T line here. If you never joined, it is uh, you have to text five six join to become a text member. Uh, still to come on the program, we will continue to talk uh, Kobe Bryant, maybe a little uh, Kobe, little Tiger Woods as well. But first, let me tell you about the perfect gift for your loved one, and that is a gift certificate, a gift card to Gould's Day Spa and uh, Salon. And whether it's a birthday or an anniversary, uh, there is no better gift for your loved one uh, than a Gould's gift card. you got to pamper the lady in your life. It's perfect for any occasion. You can check out GouldSalons.com. Go there and you can order one and they will send you a gift card. Or uh, you can stop by any of their more than 12 Memphis area locations. Now, there's one downtown in the Peabody. There's one Olive Branch, Carville, everywhere in between there, including the one at Poplar Plaza. That's the one I go to. Yes, guys, you can go to Goulds, get your hair cut by a trained professional. It's where I get my hair cut, and you should too. But uh, Goulds offers spa and salon services seven days a week. Most locations open to us late s nine p.m. So uh, don't uh, don't like don't get all stressed out about trying to find your loved one a gift for their birthday or your anniversary or even Mother's Day, which is going to be here before you know it. Just stop by uh, Goulds Day Spa and Salon, pick up a gift card today. We're going to take a short break and come back. You're listening to Memphis' number three sports radio program. This is MSL. We're on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Fish and Stats. Weekday afternoons at 3. Right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming. Up and running down. Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. <coughs> GK was on the radio 
WHBQ. We bought the latest 45s. All right, welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend, of your Kobe Bryant injury weekend. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by Smoothie King. There are now four Memphis area locations, and it is time to celebrate 40 years with Smoothie King as they continue to provide you with delicious and well-balanced smoothies, offering you all the benefits your body needs to get strong and get going. Uh, with a delicious Lean One Gladiator Yogurt Delight and Slim and Trim Smoothies. There's something for everyone at Smoothie King. Visit any of Memphis's uh, four Smoothie King locations and experience for yourself why chewing has been overrated now for 40 years. There's uh, four Memphis locations. Have we only been eating for 40 years? What? Been eating smoothies for 40 years at Smoothie King. Not just people. Smoothie King, celebrating their 40th anniversary. There's the Memphis location in Midtown on Union Avenue. There's the one in Cordova on Germantown Parkway. There's the one in Carryville on Houston Levy. And the brand new one at Poplar in Exeter in Germantown. Of course, I had Smoothie King again earlier this week. I had an Island Impact again. Can't go wrong with that Island Impact smoothie. Smoothie King, be good to yourself. All right, still to come at high noon today. We'll take your phone calls, hang up, and listen. We know there's plenty of people who want to talk about Tiger Woods and Kobe Bryant. But right now, once a month, usually the third Saturday of the month, but it's one week early this month, Dustin Starr is here with us in studio. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I really? <laughs> come on, guys. His official entrance oh, music. Who's, who's rendition of this song is It gets this? worse and worse each week. <laughs> Are we going to make this official? Uh, oh, this is going to be it? We've settled on this one? I like this How one. How about uh, next time Favorite. I can like, uh, pick a theme song or something? That's a little more fair, we'll especially see. Twinkle, Twinkle, we'll Little Star. We'll see. <laughs> wow. Dustin Star in studio. He is, uh, of course, an active... I got one for you. An an act- I know what the next one should be. Active sports entertainer. He's our official wrestling analyst. He usually joins us the third Saturday of the month. He's here a week early because WrestleMania was this past Sunday, so we wanted to catch up with him about the biggest show of the year, the granddaddy of them all, the showcase of the immortal. So we'll talk it. about that in a moment... Oh well, let's figure out what was the biggest. What was we'll start with the biggest surprise at WrestleMania. What was the biggest, biggest surprise, surprise was definitely Mark Henry beating Ryback, and that's what I was kind of getting to. Is mm-hmm. you have Ryback, this big monster who obviously WWE loves. He's jacked, just oh. like Vince likes. He's good in the ring. Looks like Goldberg. Looks like Goldberg, but is. but he's he's a little they bit different. Goldberg at him, and he's trying to shake that. That's a tough thing for him to shake from the crowd because now, especially if he's going to be working with Cena and. It looks like he's kind of got a little bit of a heel turn going on. So we'll the see how that goes. The biggest surprise was Ryback losing. But geez, Ryback had the opportunity to make a WrestleMania moment right there, and they didn't give it to him until the next night. It was crazy. My big, the biggest surprise to me was that the Undertaker match was third to last. This really got me mad when I was now I, talking to you the other night. I can totally see that, especially watching the show. Brock Lesnar and Triple H tore it up. They did a great job, but. 
The Undertaker can actually wrestle. He can headline WrestleMania each and every year. From he could be the last out. match, or at least Definitely. the next to last match. The Triple H, who's now the boss, yeah, putting his match after the Undertaker's match, just took off the. Uh, it was harder to to suspend your disbelief and think that CM Punk might pull the upset because you knew if he was going to do it, right. it was not going to happen. Third to last, uh, right. before Triple H beat up Brock Lesnar, you just knew it wasn't going to happen. So now another there, thing, but it was a great match, the best match of the night. Would right. you put that at the best CM match? Punk versus the Undertaker was hands down far and away the best match and and watching CM Punk he reacted that entire match exactly how you or I in the ring would we grew up watching the Undertaker we've seen all these big spots and you could just see him smirking and smiling every time he mocked the Undertaker or slapped the Undertaker <laughs> he did the old school he's like dude I am younger I'm faster I'm better I held the championship for over the a year how hard is I it mean, to it walk across the top rope? It's hard. It looks very, very difficult. And I'm not surprised that The Undertaker didn't land that because he hasn't been in the ring in over a year. Right. It would be tough for him to do, you know. Um, but I can will say this. Can you walk across the top rope? I've never tried. You've never tried? I can springboard. I can jump to I mean, the it's top. It's got to be, like, it's dangerous to practice, I would think. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, like he it? just walks. You've seen this, Marcus, where this on the top rope, and the Undertaker just walks across the top like rope, like a tightrope, like like it's a tightrope, and then will jump on the opponent. And you're like, how are you keeping your balance? You're like, because he's a ginormous dead. Three. He's a dead. He's, he's already dead. dead so yeah. he's not putting that much at risk. And so he's so he's a little floaty. He's probably not as heavy. You know, probably insides are hollowed out. No organs. Right, or anything, right, right. So right. Now, right. now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. The Undertaker. It doesn't matter how old he is. It doesn't matter how old he looks or how slow he moves. If you watch him, he's moving a little slower he's a little older but he still gets out there once a year at wrestlemania and gives you the very best match of the show every time how yep. how old is the undertaker i don't know he's up there though so the undertaker trick like question that, um, he's dead already he's already dead you don't age when you're dead <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say he's like that um that old uncle that you play basketball with you have no idea why he can still beat you but, but he has old man game and he just knows how to he win he just does it man and he rests up the whole year now too though. i didn't get to watch it live unfortunately for the first time in my life i had to fly out and do the seminar and all this stuff but even watching it back i knew who was gonna win i already knew the finish but the false finishes were so great i, I was just sitting that. there with my, just kind of laughing and just thinking this is so good the people were were great, and and another thing about having it at MetLife Stadium is is it takes so long for the crowd response to get back to the ring and to get back to us, the audience watching. So you, it's very few times that you actually hear the crowd pop the way that they should. And and you look at Monday Night Raw where there's sixteen thousand people and they're chanting Fandango's ring music. I mean, they were crazy fans. So I'm sure that it was the same way being live at MetLife, but it just didn't come across like that on television because the arena is so big. All right, Dustin Starr's with us in studio. Follow him at Dustin Starr. Check out his WrestleMania coverage at MemphisSport.com. He joins us every month to talk a little wrestling. Of course, it's a big time for wrestling. He's got his WrestleMania shirt on. That's pretty cool. I do. I have the WrestleMania shirt on. And um, another thing about <laughs> WrestleMania where I think that they missed the boat. Now, I said on Twitter what that they jumped the shark. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do if you different if you were if you were running WrestleMania? They they did jump the shark with the video packages. I mean the fireworks were great, the scenery was great, the whole entrance for leading into P Diddy with the music and everything was unbelievable. But then you had so many opportunities like Ryback could have could have won and got his WrestleMania moment, and then you saved Dolph Ziggler cashing in Money in the Bank till the next night, 
Why not do that at WrestleMania? That's what the people wanted, so they didn't give it to him, and they teased right. it, and then he got no it the very surprises. next night. There was no big surprises. No big surprises. We all knew that John Cena was going to win the championship. and and But they could have surprised you. We always had the suspense. Maybe they turn him heel finally, which we didn't expect, but you could always keep that in the back. And we do mind. have a John Cena turning heel a little bit. You think he's turning heel or is he's, Ryback? He's gotten a little bit he's arrogant, so we'll see he, who the fans but pick. Fan, they like that, though. Yeah, so whoever the fans pick will end up being the heel. There could have been some. There could have been some more surprise. What was surprising to me, like with Cena, did you notice when he came out, he had like everybody had these elaborate entrances, right? And he just runs. Nick is it? He maybe he, he learned from Triple H's. Do you see where Triple H comes out? He gets burned by dry eyes. He so seriously he, gets burned by dry eyes and gets two degree burns at WrestleMania. And he's walking down. Now this is how tough these guys are. So you can say the business is phony. It's staged. It's sports entertainment, all that kind of stuff. This guy literally gets second-degree burns from dry ice in his ring entrance and then goes, he's walking down the ring, pouring water on his stomach, wiping that stuff off like it's nothing, and then has a 20- to 30-minute match with Brock Lesnar, one of the strongest, toughest guys. And you could see Brock is beating the hell out of Triple H (coughs) during this match. These guys are beating each other to death. He has second-degree burns on his stomach. He's still going. Yeah. No timeouts. No, that was you got to give respect to Triple H. Absolutely. I guess, well, I guess like wrestling with Burns. No, afterwards his wife was able to just rub his stomach down, so that's probably win-win for him. <laughs> it's Stephanie McMahon. Uh, yeah. Uh, rubbing him down. Yeah, she was. She was they, were, they, were, they were in the back, and she was just taking care of it. Well, another. So you would have done less video packages. Less you video packages. Some type of uh, something needs to be uh, surprising there, and we something needs to be. Something needs to happen. Honestly, I think that Triple H the and Brock Lesnar... I thought was terrible. Stop it was. doing these six-man tags just to have people on the show. Terrible. Let's do some good matches. Well, uh, you have uh, Brock Lesnar, Triple H, was actually better than Cena Rock, honestly, and so was CM Punk Undertaker. So you had you had to put Rock Cena on last, but then at the end, you didn't even give Cena his shine. Cena wins. the Rock's music when he loses? Who knows? Cena wins the championship after a whole year of chasing him. He right. walks up the ramp. The Rock's music plays. He's getting all the glory. Eventually, they did get it back to Cena, but why not have Cena bask in that glory, especially if you're going to turn him heel and he's going to be cocky now? All right. Very disappointing WrestleMania. So, Next year's WrestleMania goes right down the road to New Orleans, Louisiana. WrestleMania XXX is in New Orleans. You smell that? I smell a road trip. Yeah, a road trip action. A little road trip to WrestleMania. Absolutely. In New Orleans? In the Superdome. Oh, yeah. Are tickets on sale for this yet? Probably. If not, they're going to launch pretty soon because they're already advertising. They already have commercials. And that's what I love about Mania. You don't have to wait an entire year. You're going to get a little bit of it for throughout the course of the entire year until January. What do you have as your prediction next year? Who's the Undertaker going to be wrestling at WrestleMania? Oh, boy. Early, early predictions for WrestleMania well, now I'm, 30. I'm, I am hearing that Rock and Brock. We'll have Rock, Rock and, Brock. and Brock. That's what I'm hearing. Um, Undertaker, who would be a good opponent for him? I've, my short list is I would like to see Undertaker Rock. I would like to see... No, I don't think that'll happen. I would like to see Cena Rock. Uh, I mean, Cena, Cena Taker, I mean. Cena Taker. I uh, think if there's one Rock guy... Taker. The one guy that WWE... Sting Taker. Sting Taker. I, now, see, I'm a big Sting with the blonde hair... You know, bright colored face paint. But think of the year you could do a storyline, a full year of Sting, just mysterious Sting stuff. You sign Sting for a year, you do a whole thing just hyping that up. It would be huge. It would be good, but I think they missed the boat. 
I think it's a little too late for that. I don't think so. Could they I, don't do, know. I mean, I haven't seen him in TNA, but I think Sting Undertaker would be a good one. I, I'd like to see them do Undertaker, Jerry the King, Lawler. I would like to Undertaker brought the King back to life after his heart attack, and now they're <laughs> going to have one the last King, battle. Only a, the one person who's already currently dead, the Undertaker, the King, was dead, came back to life. He's the perfect so opponent. So the Undertaker the defeats the zombie at WrestleMania right. next year, according to the King. Which, by the way, oh, maybe we need to the go king to the museum. Wins. We need to go to the museum maybe the this king week. Wins. Maybe the king wins. Yeah, the, the, the king's new museum. Before we let you go, there is the oh. new pro wrestling, uh, local pro wrestling show that just started last week. It's on, on TV right now. At this oh, second. yeah. At 11 o'clock uh, on Comcast 31. It's Memphis Wildfire Wrestling. Now, um, they're, they actually, here's what happened. They set up the show. They tape it at Raleigh Springs Mall. They have a big production crew that came in and set up the lights. And it actually has a really, really nice setup with fire. And it's, it's, it's really neat. But they kind of shotgunned it. They actually sold advertising on it before the television show was really ready to go on air. Right. So they're still figuring out all the kinks and um, you know the production, the sound quality, and all that good stuff. But it is on at 11 o'clock on Comcast 31. You can catch it on Ustream. That's where most of us will be watching it at if you don't have Comcast. And the people that are listening on the Internet around the world, they'll be able to see it. But it was really, really cool to be back in the ring, especially, especially in Memphis. You know, so myself and Maria was actually at ringside with me, and she was choking a guy out uh, for the first time ever. She had so a blast. I, I love her job description. I was like, what do you do? Well, I'm the Redbirds MC, and I'm a professional wrestling ballet. Right. That's <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm a television star now. Oh, well, what, what, what show are you on? Memphis Wildfire Wrestling. I'm Gas 31. All right, <laughs> Dustin. When's the next show? Next show is going to be on May the 30th. So that's the next live show. And it's, but it's Memphis on every Saturday right now the, against us. Memphis and Mayhem. DVR it. DVR at Memphis and Mayhem oh, really? is uh, May the 30th, and it's going to be is out at Raleigh Springs Ball. Thursday 7 o'clock. Thursday night. We'll try to catch that one. All right, uh, Dustin, Dustin, thanks for joining us in the studio. We'll talk to you next month. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back. You're listening to MSL right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of SEC fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Y'all ready for this? Are you one of many mid-southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. And the last week of every month, don't forget, is Game Show Night, where you get to play your favorite TV game shows. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a quote trivia master. All shows are free to play start at 8 and by 10 so you're back home and rested for school or work the next day. For more information on where to play weekly themes and drink specials visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. The perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include eating prices, laughing out loud, high five and eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages spend quality time with friends and dance off. Play trivia with Kevin Cerrito every Tuesday at Ferraro's in the Pins and every Thursday at the Green Beetle on South Main. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL Memphis's number three sports show. Thanks, Dustin Starr, joining us there in that last segment. Big news day across the sports landscape with Tiger Woods uh, not getting disqualified. Talk about some shady officiating out there at the Masters. And, of course, Kobe Bryant 
going out with an Achilles tear, Kobe Bryant, out for the remainder of this season, the majority of next season. We'll try to sort out all that. But the big story locally are your Memphis Grizzlies because they won last night in Houston, Texas, keeping hope alive for a possible three seed as they go into tonight's game, uh, the Tour de Grizz game tonight. Grizzlies undefeated on Tour de Grizz night, 4-0, and as they take on the Los Angeles Clippers tonight at Federal Express Forum. But joining us live now is the man behind Tour de Grizz, the man to credit the entire Tour de Grizz winning streak, Jason Potter. What's going on, Jason? Kevin, how are you, bud? <laughs> Uh, good morning. It's a big thing tonight. This 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 streak is on the line tonight. I know. And on behalf of all the cyclists of Memphis, I think uh, we're feeling the pressure today. We got to deliver for our Grizzlies. Why has it been that the Grizzlies win all the time on Tour de Grizz night? That's an excellent question that I've stayed up nights, you know, <laughs> for years trying to figure out for four years in a row now. We've got a fifth chance to keep it alive tonight, and. I'm hoping uh, an answer comes to me somewhere riding between the zoo and FedEx forum so I can share it with you, but your guess is as good as mine. I think it's just been a really great experience over the years how Memphis has really started to support this event and continues to support the Grizzlies. It's just such a unique way to get out and enjoy a wonderful spring night and the great play of our Grizzlies of late. I think it's going to be a fifth magical night. The, this is going to be the toughest opponent, though, in Tour de Gris history, going against a, uh, a playoff team of this caliber. Was it the Mavericks last the, year? That was The Mavericks was our previous tough team. We've played the Timberwolves a couple times, and maybe the Mavericks twice, too, but this is by far our biggest test. I can't imagine a bigger regular season game that we'll have ever been a part of, not just for Tour de Gris, but, I mean, as much as on the line tonight in terms of home court advantage for the playoffs, this is a huge game at FedEx Forum tonight. It is one of the biggest uh, regular season games in franchise history. It'll go up there. Definitely a top ten, if not top five, in the history of, of the Grizzlies tonight uh, at the Forum. Um, what is, for those who don't know, the Tour de Grizz and how this works? I know it's sold out now, right? Nobody nobody can participate, but I guess you could be a spectator to the, the pandemonium. It is. We might have room for a few MVP season ticket holders uh, who already have a ticket to the game, but our Tour de Grizz tickets are sold out tonight, and what, what it is for... All the listeners, is um, it's a bike ride from the Memphis Zoo to FedEx Forum. Uh, our friends in the Memphis Police Department escort us down and ensure everyone's safety. And uh, the Tour de Gris package includes a ticket to the zoo so fans can go see uh, the real Grizzlies at Teton Trek throughout this beautiful day and then hop on a bike and ride downtown in kind of a rolling pep rally of uh, fun down to FedEx Forum to see our Grizzlies, the, the men in the blue and gold, get at it tonight. So it's really, really a fun, unique fan experience and my favorite of the year, and we're excited to give it another shot for a fifth time tonight. All right. Will there, uh, a lot of fans are curious, will there be a moment of silence tonight <laughs> for Kobe Bryant? Will there be a moment of silence <laughs> for Kobe Bryant tonight? You know what? As a basketball fan, I hated that. I, I mean, I know when, when the Lakers roll into town, we all have our feelings about the Lakers fans, but I think every real basketball fan has to respect Kobe Bryant and the effort he's put in to keep their playoff hopes alive this year. And honestly, that was a, a sad start to the day to see that news. 
Uh, Jason Potter is joining us uh, from the Memphis Grizzlies. Tour de Grizz is tonight, so if you're a season ticket holder, you can still get in on the fun as the uh, fans will ride their bicycles from the Memphis Zoo all the way down to the Grindhouse. Put the undefeated streak on the line. Will the Grizzlies become 5-0? and I'm pushing for some fans to bring some 5-0 and signs. <laughs> and I really appreciate the uh, Memphis Sport Live coverage of the streak over the years. I think... Uh it is a credit to your journalism that people are <laughs> aware of such a streak. <laughs> it is. It's big. I mean, we're talking. Uh, if the Grizz, uh, if the Grizzlies are able to win tonight, we would like them to put the streak on the line, have Tour de Grizz on WrestleMania Sunday, and go against the Undertaker. Yeah, if I could weigh in on that, I, I was listening <laughs> to the last segment. Of course, I'm partial to our friend uh, the King. Right. But if the King couldn't get the shot at the Undertaker, I, I'd nominate Super Grizz. Super Grizz versus Undertaker at Mania. Make it on like time tour to Grizz. I would love to see that. Time. Let's make it happen. I've got faith in my man Super Grizz who could uh, represent the Grid Grind Grizzlies pretty well in, in the ring. And Grizz has already proven it. He's a pretty good wrestler himself. He's done it before. He's already proven it. He's done it before. We might have to pull him out of retirement and get the cape on him for this one. All right, we're wrapping things up with Jason Potter. Uh, the playoffs, uh, of course, are, are about a week away. Give us some spoilers. We want one playoff spoiler. What's going to happen with the in-arena action? Who's going to be singing the national anthem? Who's going to be at halftime? What can we look forward to? Well, we've got some good things lined up. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but we've had uh, some support from, let's just say, a performer at the the Voice might be doing one of the couple of games, and we've got, uh, I would say, some surprises from our, our friends. That's what I'll give you right now. You might be able to do the math on that. We're working on making sure we... Uh, bring the noise for the playoffs the way the Grizzlies fans have come to expect it over the years it's going to be bigger and better than ever and I can't wait to get at it I can't believe it's only a week away Jason is is, is, is Justin Timberlake going to be in going to perform he hasn't called me back yet so I'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) All right, but uh, playoff tickets are still available I urge all the fans out there to get online at grizzlies.com and look at some of the seat locations that are left or Call 88-HOOP or come on down to uh, FedEx Forum Box Office. Come and out and join us next weekend. T- tickets still available for tonight's uh, playoff game point very five tonight. Few, game very point few five tonight. They are going like hotcakes. Uh, I expect it will be a total sellout tonight and near playoff atmosphere. It's going to be a good tune-up for the fans of FedEx Forum to get ready for the playoffs that are quickly on the heels of this one. So looking right. forward to it tonight. All right, Jason. Good luck to you, all the bike riders and the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. A streak is on the line. Kevin Marcus, thank you for your help as always. Look forward to seeing you down here tonight. All right, thanks, thank Jason. Thank you. Bye, guys. That's Jason Potter with the Memphis Grizzlies. Tour de Grizz, the streak is on the line tonight. Grizzlies going for 5-0 and on Tour de Grizz night. We want to see some 5-0 and Tour de Grizz signs at Federal Express Forum this evening uh, as the Grizzlies batter the battle of the Clippers. This is the hardest task that they've had. The most on the line on Tour de Grizz night. This is like... This is like Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels with Shawn Michaels' career on the line type of uh, streak happening tonight. Tour de Grizz. We'll get Marcus's predictions on uh, oodles of topics involving Tiger Woods, the Lakers, and the Grizzlies in the NBA playoffs. Come make up an hour number two. But we're taking your phone calls now, 360-8255 for Hang Up and Listen. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We're jamming. The thing that jamming was a thing of the past.